Welcome back to the Hemingway List. Welcome back to the Hemingway List. We've been on a little hiatus. A one-year uh, sabbatical over to the A Year of War and Peace subreddit. And here we are back on the Hemingway List subreddit. And uh, ready to continue our way through the list. We will be starting on January 1st. Uh, to make our way through the list, starting with the book Button Brooks, or continuing with the book Button Brooks. So grab your copy of Button Brooks now in anticipation of January 1st. But uh, for now, the next few days, we're going to just read some poems. And today's poem is going to be The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, which I've actually never read. I've, you know, heard little bits and pieces of it, little snippets of it. I think it's pretty ingrained in pop culture and a buddy of mine reckons it's his favourite poem. He used to quote little bits of it to me. So, uh, I'm I'm familiar with it, but I've never actually read it. So, I I reckon that's a good one to, well, at least for me. You've probably heard it a million times, but, yep, let's read it. Let's uh, discuss it. I don't really know what it's about other than a raven. Thank you, Swim said the Mama Fishy, by the way, for this suggestion. Uh, It's a great suggestion. I'm happy you made it. Let's do it. Let me now read to you Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, and then we'll discuss it in the subreddit. We'll come back for tomorrow's episode, uh, and I'll read the discussion, and I'll read you whatever poem comes next. Here we go. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, Over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my books, surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here for evermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each pure purple, of each purple curtain, thrilled me, filled. Let me start that again. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain. Thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, this it is and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating, then no longer, sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore, but the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, And so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word Lenore, 
merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Lattice, sorry. Let me see, then. Let me start again. <laughs> surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open, here I flung the shutter, when with many and a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute there we go again. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to read a poem for the first time. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of palace, but above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stirred decorum of the countenance it wore, though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is of the night's Plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marvelled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word of his so, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before, then the bird said nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, Caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling straight, I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. 
Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite, and nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent, or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Galeed? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by the haven that bends above us, by the God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, within the distant Aden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels named Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, quoth the raven nevermore, be that word our sign of parting bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting, get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thou shalt, thou soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from out my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight over him streaming throws his shadow on the door. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Cool. Oh, that was brilliant. That was fun to read. Definitely going to read that again in my own time. Um, it was—it's uh, always difficult to read a poem for the first time out loud uh, because the rhythm, you know, you've kind of got to memorize the syntax a little bit. I think I did all right, other than a few obvious stumbles. But um, I'm really keen to get back into this community, this Hemingway List subreddit. So, guys, welcome back. Uh, please. Leave your comments about the raven in the discussion post, and I will, hopefully, see you tomorrow.